Good morning. Scott Luton here with you on this edition of This Week in Business History. Welcome to today's show. On this program, which is part of the Supply Chain Now family of programming, we take a look back at the upcoming week, and then we share some of the most relevant events and milestones from years past. Of course, mostly business-focused, with a little dab of global supply chain, and occasionally, we might just throw in a good story outside of our primary realm. So I invite you to join me on this look back in history to identify some of the most significant leaders, companies, innovations, and perhaps lessons learned in our collective business journey. Now, let's dive in to this week in business history. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Scott Luton, and welcome to this edition of This Week in Business History for July 12th. On today's show, we're diving into the journey of a business legend, Sir Richard Branson, born 71 years ago yesterday. Now, as you might have seen over the weekend, Branson was successfully launched into space aboard the VSS Unity on Sunday morning. The launch was a culmination of 17 years of work, and many experts are expecting it to open a new chapter of space tourism. But for today's story, we're going to be focusing more on Branson's journey right here on planet Earth. So stay tuned to find out six things you didn't know about Sir Richard Branson. And as always, thanks again for joining us right here on this episode of This Week in Business History powered by our team here at Supply Chain Now. All right, let's get started. Item number one on our list of six things that you didn't know about Sir Richard Branson, his challenging childhood. Branson was born on July 18, 1950, in Surrey, England. His father was an attorney, and his mother worked as a flight attendant. But despite the stable household, Branson mightily struggled with dyslexia, and those struggles deeply impacted his schooling. He nearly failed out of one school and then was sent to boarding school, but his academic struggles would lead him to drop out of school altogether at age 16. On one of his last days of school, it's been reported that one of Branson's headmasters told him that he'd end up in prison or be a millionaire. Upon leaving school, Branson would not return home. Instead, he would become a squatter and live rent-free in the basement of a London home with about 20 other people. Number two on our list, Branson's first business and how it was funded. While living in what had to be less than desirable conditions in that London basement, Branson would be bitten by the entrepreneurial bug. He would launch Student Magazine, after failing miserably at trying to sell Christmas trees and pet birds, Branson would state later that magazines targeting young, young students at the time were boring and vanilla. He wanted to share content that was exciting, revolutionary, with stories that reflected his passions, such as music and the war in Vietnam. So Student Magazine launched in 1966. Branson had no money. 
He had a simple business plan that didn't include much more than a list of potential advertisers and what some of the business costs would be. But luck would shine down upon Richard Branson, his business partner, and their startup. Branson's mother happened to find a necklace on the ground one day during the same time period. She turned it into the local police station where it went unclaimed, so it was returned to Mrs. Branson. She would sell the necklace for about 100 British pounds and would give the money to her son, the newbie entrepreneur. Now that was a critical development, as Richard Branson would later say that, quote, without it, the business would have collapsed, end quote. But instead, the business continued and would become the launching pad for a global enterprise. Still to this day, Branson talks to entrepreneurs about how businesses can be started with little to no money, especially in this digital era. He says, quote, we didn't need lots of money to start our first business, and that's even truer today than it was back then, end quote. Number three in our list of six things you didn't know about Sir Richard Branson. Let's talk about the start of the Virgin brand, including how it got its name. In 1970, Branson would create a company known as Virgin, which was initially a mail-order record retailer. The name was suggested by a friend, Tessa Watts. They were brainstorming business ideas and names, and Watts stated that since they were all new to business, the group should consider the name Virgin. The name stuck, and the Virgin mail-order business would begin to find a little success. In fact, it would do well enough for Branson to open a brick-and-mortar shop called Virgin Records and Tapes in London. In 1972, Branson and his partner, Nick Powell, decided to continue to bet on their love of music and growing entrepreneurial experience. So they formed a record label. Virgin Records would eventually explode and sign some of the biggest names in their day, from Janet Jackson to Phil Collins to Lenny Kravitz and many others. It would also become an important leverage point for Branson as the Virgin brand would expand into other industries and sectors. But he would sell Virgin Records in 1992 to EMI for a reported $1 billion US dollars. Number four on our list, the surprising and practical start of Virgin Atlantic. In the early 1980s, Richard Branson was trying to get back to his home in the British Virgin Islands. He found himself stuck in an airplane on the tarmac at the airport in Puerto Rico. Branson's flight had been delayed with no takeoff in sight. But rather than lean back into his seat, get a drink, and accept the flight delay, Richard Branson had another thought. First, how much would it be to charter a flight from Puerto Rico to the British Virgin Islands? And then once Branson had that number, he broke it down into what it cost each passenger. And then he got to work recruiting his fellow stranded travelers. In no time, Branson and a plane full of travelers were on their way back home to the British Virgin Islands via the charter aircraft. About two years later, after being renamed from British Atlantic Airways, Virgin Atlantic would be flying the friendly skies. 
Number five on our list of six things you didn't know about Sir Richard Branson. He's cheated death at least 75 times, or so he says. Branson wrote a second autobiography entitled Finding My Virginity and first published in 1998 and since updated. There's an appendix in the book entitled 75 Close Shaves where he describes some of those occasions where things got a little dicey, such as in 1972, Branson and his first wife, Kristen, jumped out of a sinking fishing boat against the wishes of some of the other passengers. The Bransons swam and made it successfully to shore while all the other passengers on the fishing boat did not survive the sinking. In 1986, while skydiving for the first time, Branson pulled the wrong cord. Rather than pulling the cord that deployed the parachute, he pulled the cord that released the parachute. After free-falling in fear for a bit, Branson would be saved by an instructor that was diving with him who was able to fly over to him and pull that right cord on his jumpsuit. The appendix goes on to list bike crashes, balloon problems, falls, dives, jumps, and many other extraordinary events that just about cost Richard Branson his life. And finally, number six on our list of six things you didn't know about Sir Richard Branson. His family joined forces with the Virgin Group to establish Virgin Unite, a nonprofit entrepreneurial foundation which focuses on a variety of projects around the world. The mission at Virgin Unite focuses on four main areas, really. Changing business for good, climate change and conservation, the power of entrepreneurs, and human dignity. Love that. Well, as we all know, these six quick things are really just scratching the surface on the journey of an extraordinary individual like Sir Richard Branson. Let's wrap on a few of my favorite quotes from Branson like this one. Quote, the brands that will thrive in the coming years are the ones that have a purpose beyond profit. That reminds me of our dear friend Enrique Alvarez and the gang over at Vector Global Logistics. Another Branson gem is this one, quote, good people are not just crucial to a business, they are the business, end quote. Love that one. And there's not much in life better than to work and collaborate with good people each and every day. And finally, I'll leave you with this one truth in life from Sir Richard Branson, who said, quote, Do not be embarrassed by your failures. Learn from them and start again, end quote. Absolutely agree with that. Everyone fails. Some failures, of course, just happen to be more public than others. No shame in that. Hey, you got to dust yourself off, analyze that chapter in your journey, apply the lessons learned, and keep going. And I'll take it a step further. You got to be confident enough in yourself and be vulnerable enough as a leader to share those failures and key lessons learned with others. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Well, that just about wraps up this edition of This Week in Business History. Hey, big thanks to you, our listener, for tuning into the show each week. We really appreciate it. On behalf of the entire team here, at This Week in Business History and, of course, Supply Chain Now. Hey, this is Scott Luton 
Wishing all of our listeners nothing but the best. Hey, do good, give forward, and be the change that's needed. And on that note, we'll see you next time right here at This Week in Business History. Thanks, everybody.